You're listening to Shift to Thrift, the show about thrift storing and buying secondhand goods. This is your host, Bryce. Hello, and welcome back to the show. In the last episode, I talked about how I discovered a lap harp at my local Goodwill, and I bought it. And that's the theme music you just heard. That is Minuet by Johann Sebastian Bach. I'll try to have some new harp noises and new little sounds for you every week. You might have also noticed my voice in stereo sound. That's because I have a new microphone. I have all sorts of new upgrades here at Shift to Thrift. I have a Yeti microphone that I found on Craigslist. So I think it's as good as ever to talk about Craigslist this episode. I've bought and sold a number of things on Craigslist uh, going back to my college days. I think the first thing, my first ever Craigslist experience was buying a stereo receiver over Craigslist ad in Blacksburg. And I actually got the seller to come to my college dormitory so that I could test, so that I could test this stereo. I was really wary of buying things on the internet over the internet like that and I had never done it before but he was very nice and he there's nothing wrong with the stereo he just wanted to upgrade to a new bluetooth set type setup and it still had the remote which was really fortunate for me and uh, I talked him down at $25 off his asking price and I tested it there uh, in front of him with a friend of mine too and it worked and I still use it to this day very good stereo it's a Yamaha it's a Yamaha stereo. It's really nice. Fast forward to 2019. I responded to a Craigslist ad for a Yeti Blue microphone. I talked him down his asking price a little bit, and he agreed to meet me in a public place to make the exchange. It was a good transaction. Uh, the guy was friendly. The merchandise was quality, positive, mutually beneficial transaction. Uh, I really like this microphone so far. It's just not a scratch on it. I think it's barely been used ever, and I've gotten good results, decent results with it so far. I might need to change my recording environment a little bit, but that'll be an upgrade for another show in the future. One of my favorite things to do on Craigslist is to look at all the free stuff. I recently found a Canon printer on Rein for sale. This gentleman, I had been emailing back and forth. Uh, I went over to his house to pick it up. He's a really nice guy. I told him I would take a crack at fixing it, but it's clear that there are a lot of things wrong with this printer. There's, uh, it's, it's, it's been dropped. I can tell that it's been dropped. And it's, it, the thing is heavy. The thing must weigh at least 20 pounds, uh, if not more. I don't have a scale, so I can't weigh it exactly, but it is, it is a beast of a printer. I wouldn't say industrial grade, but definitely professional and grade. I plan on taking it apart, scrapping the electronic components. I think that would be a really cool thing to do reduce some e-waste and I might learn a thing or two uh, just by taking a cool printer apart. I'm really excited. You know, it's better than having it end up in a landfill or something like that. I can scavenge some electronic components here and there and recycle the rest. With that being said, I would like to offer some of my quick safety tips for Craigslist. If you are buying or selling something on Craigslist, try to meet the other party in a public place. When I bought this microphone, I agreed to meet the seller at my local gym, and that was a really convenient place for the both of us. However, there are exceptions where you cannot always meet someone in a public place. Case in point, I the last thing I got on Craigslist was the Canon printer. If you do need to go to someone's house to pick something up, at least tell someone where you're going first. I did not tell my wife that I was going to pick up this printer. 
for that. I'm sorry, Anna, if you're listening. I'll tell you next time I decide to go to a Craigslist stranger's house. I did look at a map of the guy's house beforehand just to help me judge if it was a safe place to go. I never felt like it was a safety risk to go out and go get the Sprinter. I felt very safe the entire time. So stay safe, do research, and happy hunting. My largest monetary transaction in Craigslist has been about $125. I know people buy and sell cars on Craigslist. I don't know. I'm not comfortable with trading at that high level, so I can't tell you. I can't tell you what is a scam and what isn't a scam. I've never been scammed on Craigslist that I know of. I generally feel as though I received my goods for a very good price, and I've only dealt in cash transactions. So be wary of being scammed on Craigslist. Just do your research if you're ever considering doing a high-level transaction of maybe hundreds or thousands of dollars. Make sure you don't get scammed. Something else I want to talk about that's kind of fun is the thrift store home gym. What is the thrift store home gym? It's a collection of secondhand sports equipment I've acquired over the years. I have the perfect push-up. It's a rotating handlebar you set on the ground and do push-ups with several different kinds of push-up exercises you can do with it. It's pretty neat. It's a little more fun than doing a normal push-up, and it can work different muscle groups with different exercises. I have a single dumbbell, 15 pounds. There are a couple things you can do. I kind of treat it like a kettlebell. Like I do like squats with it and overhand arm exercises, in addition to curls and similar lifts. And then lastly, I have a, I have a second-hand pull-up bar from my sister. And it's a pull-up bar. It's You can do all kinds of pull-ups with it hangs in a door frame i have this pull-up bar set up in my closet right now and from time to time i'll jump up there and do some pull-ups the main benefit to the thrift store home gym is that it doesn't take up a whole lot of space uh so when i'm done using it it can go in the closet and it's not very heavy it isn't like having a huge treadmill or weightlifting bench that takes up a lot of space the thrift store home gym can fit inside a single moving box and that's the point is that it is easy to store So keep that in mind if you're willing to exercise but not willing to join a gym. Check out your local Goodwill for some exercise equipment. Lastly for today, I want to talk about a tradition that happens annually in my community, and that is the Ladies Board Rummage Sale. It's a basically a two-day open-air market held in a equestrian center. All the donations are spread out on tables throughout these very large barns tens if not hundreds of thousands of square feet of merchandise. I went there with my wife on a Sunday afternoon during the final day of the sale, so prices were already pretty low. We first went to the Christmas market, and I know it's a little early for Christmas, but we needed some Christmas decorations for our new place. Picked up a few Santa hats, some stockings, some ornaments, some lights, pretty basic stuff, some uh, placemats, table runner, Next, we checked out the electronics section, but it was all pretty cleaned out by then. It was just a few power cables and some uh, really obscure parts and pieces that I didn't need. Then we found the media barn filled with books, uh, CDs, music, records. I found two vinyl records that I liked. One is on Hawaiian music and the other is traditional Appalachian folk music. I'm very excited to give those a listen. I also found cassettes of people's random mixtapes from the early 80s and late 70s. I found this one in particular that was just love ballads, uh, pretty easy to listen to. Uh, I found another one that's kind of easy listening elevator music, also mixed with some organ, some pipe organ music. Uh, Very strange, but pretty fun to listen to. 
I found one paperback book on Russian literature, and I found a leather-bound binder for some office papers, all for less than $4. Went to the furniture and interior barn. More vinyl records, but nothing I liked. I found a leather suitcase for a dollar. My wife looked at some art. I found one art piece that was uh, basically a silk embroidery sandwiched between two panes of glass. And I wanted these two panes of glass to sandwich a vinyl record in between. I have this one vinyl record that had a bow in it and you can hear it every time you played it. What I did was I applied a little bit of heat to the glass in my oven and sandwiched the vinyl in between. Experiment didn't work, it ruined the vinyl. It definitely flattened it, but the sound quality is ruined. I still don't know how to fix bowed records, but I know you don't do it with heated glass. That was it for the rummage sale. Thank you for tuning in.